With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we are broadcasting from the Vivid Seats studio. Use the promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. So now I think we're just going to get right into this game here. The Saints upset the Seattle Seahawks 33-27 to in a really nice game by the Saints. A really well-coached game by Sean Payton, probably one of the best in his career. That's how good Peyton coached it was really I mean what a job to get Kamara the ball get Mike Thomas the ball obviously coach up this team to even play in this one on the road in one of the toughest places to play really amazing job by Sean Payton you got to give it off to him because not all not many co- any really none of these coaches can do this besides Bill Belichick I mean looking at it this means that to me Sean Payton's this number two coach best in the league because right now he what he did with Teddy Bridgewater making a really nice playbook for him. The defense played really well, got those guys up to play. Same with Dennis Allen, who also did a very good job. You got to give it to these guys. I also got to give it to the players and the leaders of this team now that breezes out. Demario Davis shows up not only in the pregame speech, which that was an amazing speech, got me trying to run through a wall, but also he plays really good and he made a few impact plays and he played amazing. Alma Kamara showed up because he... I mean, look, they obviously definitely were leaning on him for sure. But the Saints were able to do that, and he was able to have a huge game when the Saints needed it most against some really good linebackers that Seattle has. So overall, that's really good stuff. This is Teddy Bridgewater's first game, really starting for the Saints, meaningful game, obviously, and he wins it. The first time the Saints win in Seattle, and since this Drew Brees, Sean Payton era happens, and... I think that Breeze and Teddy Bridgewater are like tied for the most wins in Seattle right now for the Saints. Or maybe I think Breeze maybe has won or not. I forget. But Bridgewater's right up there. And he gets the Saints their first win uh, against Seattle at Seattle since like, I believe, 1998. So I guess that's not, I guess, yeah, Breeze doesn't have one then. Because obviously he wasn't the quarterback in 1998. I thought maybe he won. Maybe he was at the Dome in 2010. Because I know they beat them before they lost in the uh, Beastquake game. But I guess it wasn't Breeze. I guess they didn't play at um, the Seattle. I think I guess they played in the Dome. But anyways, that was obviously, that's kind of interesting that Teddy Bridgewater is the guy that leads them to a victory there. But I think we're just going to get into our recap here. There's no really new news. And I think we're just going to get right into our notes, then our intriguing matchups, and then our recap. But what a game this was, guys. I mean, you got to give it off to Teddy. You got to give it off to Demario Davis. You got to give it off to Eli Apple, who made a really nice play. Obviously, Sean Payton, Dennis Allen. 
these guys showed up and played so and coached. So you got to give it really to every single one of these guys because it was a full team victory. Obviously, Deontay Harris didn't even say about Deontay Harris, but obviously that was really big. He made the first kickoff return of the year goes to Deontay Harris. So that's kind of interesting there. So all really good stuff. So moving on to our notes, this is the first Saints win without Drew Brees since 2005. Like, it's 14 years since they've won a game without Drew Brees as their starting quarterback. Number one, that just shows how good Drew Brees is. But the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater were able to get this W without Brees. Teddy Bridgewater wins the first ever game for his sake, basically, since 2015. And his last two games played in meaningful games were against Seattle, so that was kind of interesting. Alvin Kamara is one of the four first four players in NFL history to have 20 plus rushing yards, uh, 20 plus rushing touchdowns, excuse me, there, and 10 uh, receiving touchdowns. So I think that was really, really cool. The Saints defense did have no sacks, so that was kind of interesting that they didn't really get to, they didn't get home to Russell Wilson, but they made their pressure felt, I think, on multiple kind of facets here because I think they did a very, very good job in a, a lot of places on the defense. And I think they played their best defensive game since last year, so that I think was really good mike thomas gets his first td kamara gets his first couple of tds here so that's obviously really good i mean looking at yards per carry they gave up 4.2 yards a carry and it didn't feel like that i want to talk about that you look at these team stats and they do not look good the saints give up a ton of yards with over 500 yards they're on the field a lot they lost time possession battle they lost they tied in the turnover battle they lost the first down battle and you're looking at it and you're like how did the saints win this game and to me a lot of that those last really the game was over at 33 14 after 33 14 the saints team won this game i think we all know that and then the seattle scored 13 points unanswered to end the game against really basically the saints team was just trying to run down the clock but the game was over in really the mid fourth quarter i think it was four it was more than past mid i think it was four minutes left it was 33 14 so you got to give it to seattle for still fighting but I think that's really when this game ended. The Saints felt that, and obviously you're just trying. You're giving the whole middle of the field to just basically run down time, and that's why these stats were very, very skewed. But that's kind of just what it was there. I think I just want to touch on that real quickly here. You do have an offensive, defensive, in and special teams touchdowns for the third time in Saints history, and it hasn't happened, I believe, since 18, uh, 1987 or 88, and then it happened 67 once. That was kind of interesting as well obviously Deontay Harris first Saints punt return since 2015 I think over 60 games it was that that happened in so that's obviously really good there and then also was the first punt return as I said of the 2019 season by any team in the NFL so overall this team played very well they were able to obviously play a a complimentary game excuse me there but overall, this is what we wanted to see from the Saints. And they played very, very good. So really, all the doubters that were coming in here, jumping off the bad wagon, saying the Saints were any good. You looked at Stephen A. Smith that said the Saints are done without Drew Brees for six games. They won't win a single one. Well, they just went into Seattle and won this game. Like, that's crazy. Think about that. Going into one of the hardest places to play in a 430 game with CBS, everybody's watching, and you basically just dominate with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. And they dominated every facet of this game to me. So we're going to get into our obviously intriguing matchups and our uh, group-by-group recap. But that's a really good game by the Saints played. And I was thoroughly surprised. I told you I'd be surprised anyway because I didn't really know what was going to happen. And they basically showed that they can control this game without... They don't need Drew Brees to control a game. And that's just that shows 
a lot about this team. But before we get into our intriguing matchups and our group-by-group group recap, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dad Discussion Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we are going to talk about our intriguing matchups here. As our first matchup was like Teddy or Taysom or both. And it was Teddy. And I'm very happy that the Saints did this. I touched upon it a little bit. I wanted to see one or the other. And they go with Teddy and Teddy does a very good job. You want to do one or the other because... You want this guy to be known. He's the quarterback. He's the leader. You don't want in and out. People going in and out. And I heard this on another podcast. I forgot which one. But you don't want two guys just like sharing it. You want one guy. This is my quarterback. This is my main leader. And this is what's going to happen. I thought that was a really good job by Sean Payton. Good choice by Sean Payton. He kept it really close. No one really knew what was going to happen between these two. And he kept a really good kind of just basically a good hand here. I guess it's really like I say, using a poker reference. He kept basically his hand very secretly and he was able to go out and do a very good job to be secret about it. So that's obviously really big there. But Teddy, to me, played a good game. Now, I guess I'll just get into Teddy's game. He was 19-27, 177 yards, two TDs, no picks. He was a game manager. But for his first start, that was perfect. It's what the Saints needed. Yes, could he be better? For sure. And obviously, it wasn't the perfect game by the Saints' offense. They did not play perfect, and they're going to have to play a, They're going to have to play better next week to win. I think this was also a really big game by the defense scoring a touchdown and special team scoring a touchdown. That will not always happen. We know that. But Bridgewater came in here, did what he was asked, and they did a really good job. They were able to play complementary football with the, the defense, and that's really what all was asked of Teddy Bridgewater. He was able to get the, the ball to the Saints' stars with Kamara and Thomas. And then besides that, the Saints, look— who did, who did he really have here? Especially in the beginning of the game, they had a lot of kind of trouble with penalties, and it was sloppy because it was raining and stuff like that. And I thought that would bode well with the Saints, and I think it did on defense for sure because they were able to get a few plays by Chris Carson where he slipped a lot, and then he had the fumble. So that was probably all because of the rain and everything. So I think the Saints definitely got helped out by that a ton. So that's obviously really big. But in this game here, it was going to have to be one with Bridgewater not making any big mistakes, and he didn't. And then obviously it was going to be won by a good defensive effort and a good effort by a, a few stars on the offense. But Bridgewater didn't make any mistakes. He didn't take any negative plays, no sacks. So, I mean, no tackles for loss. So that's obviously really good. Really only negative plays the Saints had was penalties in, like, the first quarter. After the first quarter, the Saints were able to settle down and move the ball and able to be very, very successful, which I think Teddy Bridgewater can do. They definitely did really good in the red zone. They were two for two, and they scored on the Kamara little screen pass. That was like at the 25, so really three for three on scoring chances. To me, that's very big. Get in the end zone, convert. That's what the Saints needed here, and obviously you have the punt return, and then you have your um, fumble turn back for a touchdown. So overall, really clean game by the Saints, too. I think that was really good, especially by the defense. No really real penalties on the defense. So they played very good as well. That's kind of off topic, but that's kind of just what it is there. Moving over to our second 
intriguing matchup, and that's going to be Russell Wilson versus secondary. How many big plays are going to happen here? And look, Russell Wilson was able to get the big play. They had five plays over 20 yards. They were able to gash the Saints on a few plays. One of them, I'm going to call it four places. One of them was at the end of the half. It was like a Hail Mary that they actually ended up completing to DK Metcalf, but no time left. So really four meaningful plays back there. And look, I think a few of these happened in the Garbo time. But overall, they did a good job with stopping Russell Wilson. In the first half, they were just get, they basically gave him what you know those short passes, and he took what he got. So you got to give that to Russell Wilson. He was patient. He did a really good job. He's a great player. He's not going to get sacked. He did a lot of great things in this game. He played very, very um, good. And I think that really he has not a lot of help on this team. I mean, he has Tyler Lockett, and their defense is pretty good, but not a lot of help from him, especially on the offense, because he's he made some huge, some really huge plays for them that just I think everyone started to be like, uh oh, but. The defense held. A lot of bend, not break. A lot of good fourth down stops. A lot of good stops on third down. They played very, very good. They played, again, complimentary football. They were able to do a lot of great things there. Then Clowney and Anza versus this own line, especially the tackles with um, Ramchek and Arm- Armstead. And, wow, you got to give it off to both these guys. They both played very good. Ramchek with a nice bounce-back game. Now, he's had two basically elite games and one so-so game, but... Overall, that's what you want to see out of Ryan Ramchek, stopping Clowney right in his tracks. It wasn't even really close. And then they switched him over to Armstead, and Armstead was able to stop him. Great job. They protected Bridgewater, which they needed to do, and they did it. And next week, it's going to be really big when you play Dallas, and they're vaunted front seven, and they obviously are going to give the Saints some trouble because they kind of know this formula because it happened last year, and they were able to stop the Saints with Drew Brees. Now let's put in Teddy Bridgewater see what they do. The Saints are obviously going to have to come up with things differently, but that's how they're going to start. you got to basically, these tackles got to dominate, and they did today, and they did in week one. So every time the Saints have won so far, the tackles have dominated for the Saints, and that's got to continue. Really good job by Armstead and Ramchek there. They, again, both of those names not really called, so really good job against two really good players with Clowney and Ansa. Then I added a few more because I just wanted to touch on a few things. Alvin Kamara versus their linebackers. He dominated their linebackers. They have some all-pro linebackers, Bobby Wagner and those guys. They all write. Um, he's very, very good. KJ Wright, he made him miss on a few times. And that's kind of just what you want to see. These guys were stumped by Kamara. They couldn't stop him at all. Kamara was breaking tackles. I've never seen him break as many tackles. I mean, this is, like, ridiculous. Like, you can't bring him down. Like, on a few plays, he's just like, and look, we'll see what he can do against the Cowboys, and I think you're going to show a lot of evolution in his game if he's able to be successful next week, and obviously that's going to be big for Sean Payton and those guys. But, again, I think this is huge that Kamara was able to do. He put the team on his back. He put the offense on his back in this game here. He had nine catches for 92 yards and a touchdown. He had 16 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. And that's all really good stuff. 161 yards, all purpose. And he was the leading rusher and leading receiver. He showed up today. And that was really big. They needed him to show up, and he did that. Michael Thomas is able to do what he got to do too. But the Saints definitely leaned on Kamara mostly, and he definitely he came through. Really good job by him. And these linebackers were no match for him. And you have two great linebackers. Bobby Wagner can play very, very well. K.J. Wright is a great player that Kamara just stumped. He stumped him. And I think that was just really big there. And then our last one here is defensive line versus Russell Wilson and that offensive line. 
They didn't get any sacks, but they got a lot of pressure. Marcus Davenport, I know it's not going to show up in the box sheet, but he played a very good game. He ended up with seven tackles and a half a tackle for loss here. He had a QB hit. He played a very good game, Marcus Davenport. He was able to take advantage of a lot of one-on-one opportunities because they were doubling Cameron Jordan the whole game, and Cameron Jordan really didn't have a good game. He actually had a penalty. He didn't play that good today. But Marcus Davenport picked up the slack as well as Trey Hendrickson. Really good job by these guys. you got to give them a lot of credit, and you got to give Davenport a lot of credit, who's really, he stood up to the haters, and he's played very well to start the season off. So really good job by Davenport. And in the middle here, really good job by Malcolm Butler. He's definitely an upgrade over what they had last year with Tyler Davidson. And then you have to look at Onyamato, who's filling in for Rankins nice, nicely, really, in there. So really good job there. So that's going to wrap up our intriguing matchups. Now we're going to get over to our group-by-group group recap here. And again, when I go through these uh, grades here, we're going to through obviously quarterback, skill, O-line, D-line, linebacker, secondary, special teams coaching. There's a few that really stand out. It's, it was a lot of just like above average, above average. Like Everybody just played a really complimentary game. And that's what good teams do, especially when their best player's out. Everybody just picks up a little of the slack. And they're able to come through and have a really good game. But overall, that's kind of just what you wanted to see out of this Saints team. They're able to just play really nice complimentary football. But starting out with this quarterback here, Bridgewater, I'm going to go B, B plus, leaning towards the B plus. Because I think that really he did what he was asked to do. So I guess that's kind of just like a B plus. He played satisfactory. Look, was it the best game ever? No. Was it Drew Brees regular? No. But they weren't asking to play Drew Brees regular. So he's got to, obviously, he's going to have to work on his game, become better, especially after that first quarter because he did not have a good first quarter. The Saints, thank God they got out to that 7-0 lead with Deontay Harris, which we'll get to later. But really good job by this team to, to get that start. I think that's really, that was imperative to this team, and they did a very good job. But Bridgewater basically did what he was asked. Obviously, we went over his stats earlier, but he was able to kind of be that game manager, that Alex Smith that checked down Charlie, and it was good enough for the Saints today. And when you're checking it down to Alvin Kamara, and he breaks it for 30-yard uh, passes, that's just kind of the way it is. And, you know, when you throw it to Michael Thomas, and he's going to make a play on it, as always, in the zones and other guys. But really, the Saints and Bridgewater did lead, uh, um, lean, excuse me, there on Kamara and Thomas, and both of them came through. So really good job by them, too, and Bridgewater, because I think overall he did what he was asked to do, so you got to give him a B-plus be there the skill position players again a b plus b i'll, I'll say b plus because the skill the star skill position players came through kamara and thomas i know thomas here it only says he had five catches for 54 yards and a touchdown but touchdown was on fourth down he made a, some really nice third down catches that's kind of just what you want to see there he did a very good job by leading this team same with kamara good job by him alvin kamara does basically has an AAAAA plus game big all the pluses in the world because he played one of his best games not only of this year but of his career and maybe it's not you won't show them the stats but when the Saints needed him most he stepped up big time he had some big time runs he had some big time catches really nice job from him and I think that's just really big imperative from the Saints besides that nothing else Jared Cook had a really bad game again he's got to get fixed and I, I want to spend a second on this because we don't want to talk about him and Kobe Fleener in the same sentence, but it's starting to come that way. I know it's only been three games, but Jared Cook's going to have to come alive. I don't know when it's going to be, and I don't know how it's going to happen, but he's going to have to come alive. And I really don't want him to make me look stupid here because I said the Saints definitely should sign him. He'd be a huge addition to this team. He'd be their MVP. Demario Davis hasn't been the case. So let's see if he can do that. 
I mean, when looking at it, he definitely has all the tools, but maybe it's just getting into the offense, getting to the Sean Payton offense is definitely a little different. Maybe it takes him a few more games, but if he's not, look, he has 13 games to do it. If he's not there by like week eight, then out of the bye, if he's still not doing good out of the bye, it's going to be a bust, and that's just not what this team wanted. But he didn't do anything. Ted again, only two catches, and he didn't really do much. Taysom Hill, nothing much here, and then Josh Hill, nothing much. He only targeted, what, six guys? Look, they were leaning on Thomas and Kamara, and you definitely saw that during the game. So that was kind of just what it was. It wasn't a game to spread the ball around. It was get it to your stars, make them make plays. And that's you sometimes sometimes it doesn't work. Some most times it does. If you can get the ball into Alvin Kamara's hands in space, good things are gonna happen. Same with Mike Thomas. So that's kind of what the the Saints game plan was, and it came through and play complimentary football. And they they executed that game plan 100 percent Really good job by this team, but overall great job. Offensive line. A, A+, plus, whatever you want to say. They were able to do a really good job with protecting Bridgewater. No sacks. That's going to be huge. It's going to be big next week as well. But he was able to basically stand in the pocket for long periods of time to find the right guy, throw it, diagnose the zone. That's all your offensive line doing a really good job protecting. In the run game, they were able to open up some holes for Kamara and have him make some big plays. There were definitely holes there for him to run through, and that's why he had a successful game running the ball. So overall, good job by Kamara there as well. Moving over to the D-line, I'm going to give it a B, B+. Plus. No sacks. They stopped the run to me very, very good. The middle guys played very good, and Davenport did a great job on the outside. Comes down because Cam Jordan played not a not-so-good game, and they didn't get any. They didn't get the quarterback, which obviously was a problem. Russell Wilson was able to stay clean for most of the games. He was able to make his big throws, and he was able to connect on some of them. So, Look, they didn't play their best game, but they didn't play their worst game. They played complimentary. They were able to make plays, especially in the run game, get to third and longs, and help the secondary out. So I think they did enough from their point to win this game. Going over to linebackers, I'm going to give them a B plus. Demario Davis played out of his mind good. That's the only reason they're at a B plus because AJ Klein did not play that well. He played good in the run game, but not in the past game at all. He got burned one time so bad on a double move to CJ Pro side. I mean, it was bad. Kiko Alonso, not much better. It wasn't good for him either. It just wasn't a good game from this group here besides Mario Davis. Mario Davis helped carry this group to where it had to be. Caden Ellis did come away with an injury from this group, but Demario Davis, again, played one of his best games as a Saint. He was all over the field. He made a big fourth down stop. Really good job by Davis to become a real leader of this team. And then looking at Kiko and AJ, they were good against the run, as they always are. So they didn't play their they didn't play that bad, but they played half half of what you need to do. So maybe the Saints will put more dime packages in and stuff like that to get these guys out of coverage and into plays where they can make plays against the run or brush the passer. That that's what they're best at, both of these guys. So I think that's going to be most important for them there. Moving over to the secondary, again, I think they played very, very good here. I'm going to give them a B plus, A minus. Look, I know they got shredded for 500 yards, or 406 yards, 500 yards by the total defense. They did. But a lot of those yards, and I'll tell you the exact amount because I do have it up, that came on those flash drew drives, and you're looking at it here. So they went touchdown, touchdown to end, and really every single, they gave up 70 yards on the, they gave up like 150 yards more than that, like 157 exact yards passing in that last drive and two touchdowns. So that was obviously the most important. Those two drives didn't matter. So the most important plays, they were able to come through. And to me, they made Russell Wilson throw the ball a lot, which is very, very good. And then Tyler Lockett did have a big game, especially at the end of the game. 
uh, to me, the stats are skewed. They were able to stop DK Metcalf, really only had one catch, really the other one, again, was just a Garbo catch. And Will Disley played very good, but that wasn't really on the secondary. Again, I think these guys were able to come up, do a good job, and you got to give Lattimore a lot of credit. He was did a very good job on the outside. Apple with a huge forced fumble, and then Von Bell was able to pick it up, run it for a touchdown. He had the wherewithal to do that. That's obviously really good. That's trust that your guy got it out in time. That's playing past, you know, a, a basically the, where you think the play is dead. He's not hearing the whistle, so keep going. That's really that's good coaching. That's good discipline. That's what the Saints have. Von Bell keeps his good season on by doing that. He had a couple of really nice plays in coverage as well. Von Bell played an outstanding game. I think Lattimore played a fine game. I think Eli Apple played a fine game. I think P.J. Williams played a fine game. I think these guys played very good. They made the big play when needed to be. They made a few fourth down stops with no penalties. Overall, really good job by the Saints. Even looking at the penalties, I want to see exactly how many they had because I think they were all in the offense. I don't think the defense had a penalty maybe until late in the game. They had 11 penalties, but a lot of them were on the offense. I think they had six in the first drive or first two drives. It was bad. So again, I think they played a clean game. They were able to do a lot of stuff. So that's all really good stuff. That's what you want to see by this team. I think overall, when looking at it, they just played a very, very complimentary game. That's the that's the word I'd use. I know I'm using it over and over again, but I think that was, I think, the biggest thing. Moving over to spo- special teams coaching, A++++++++++. The only down point was a um, muffed punt by Deontay Harris. But, again, they didn't score on, they didn't end up scoring, so give it to the defense while this is not a goes lower here. Deontay Harris starting this game off was huge. Really good blocking. Really good play by Deontay Harris, who's sliding fast. Boom, 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 boom. Touchdown. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, like, I think he's the best returner the Saints have had with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Better than Darren Sproles. I think that's kind of what the level he was at. Maybe like uh, Bradley or Courtney Roby. Excuse me, not Bradley Roby. Courtney Roby. So I think that was very, very good. Thomas Morstead had about five amazing punts. We didn't even talk about his name until now. Some of those punts, I mean, like 60-yard punts to the two-yard line. Getting it out at the one-yard line. I mean, some amazing plays. Justin Hardy had a few nice plays getting down there. And then the punt return um, defense was very good. And that's just what you want to see. Really good job by this group. And they were able to be very, very good. So that's what you want to see fully from this group. And coaching, Sean Payton, 100% out coached Pete Carroll. He, po- he coached circles around Pete Carroll. Playmaking was better. He got his team ready to play. And then also his play calling was very, very good as well. And that's just kind of what you want to see from Sean Payton. Again, I'm going to basically praise him by saying that was one of his best coaching performances in his career, and that's saying a lot. And the Saints won a very big game. where It was it was a statement win to me, and they needed it, and it was really big. And a lot of people didn't think they would win. I didn't think they'd win, and they came through. They scored over 30 points. They were able to stop the Seahawks basically to 14 points before the Garbo started. So, again, I think overall you got to give a lot of credit to this Saints team, the fight that they have, and we knew that they had the fight. And I said it uh, on my last two episodes, either one of the two, I forgot which one I said it on, but I said this team has been through so much. They went through a Minnesota miracle, a NOLA no call, and they're still here. They looked the devil right in the eyes as Drew Brees said it, and they're still here. Everyone's still here. And they came up, they played an amazing game, and they withstanded their quarterback being hurt, and we'll see if they can do it again against Dallas. But overall, amazing game by these Saints, and you got to give them just a ton of credit in this game because there is really looking at how many teams could have done that with their backup QB and dominating Seattle at Seattle. They've never even lost a game in September under Pete Carroll. 
you got to give it a lot of credit. That takes some real gutsy coaching, some gutsy play by everybody. It was a great game. Really, it was from the kickoff to the first kickoff to the last kneel down by Bridgewater. An amazing game from this team. Let's hope they can keep that momentum up to next week. But with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy what we do here at the Houdat Discussion and what we are doing here with the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion. We're starting to post there more and more. And then also we are found on anywhere that you can listen to your podcast. That means Spotify, Google Play, and then also iTunes, all that fun stuff. Anywhere you can listen to your podcast, we are on there for sure. So definitely check that out if you haven't already. And then also send your questions for our Friday episode or whenever it comes out when we preview the Cowboys. I'll definitely answer some questions there as well as we preview that next game. Hopefully there's not a ton of news like there was last week. And I think, look, overall, really good job by the Saints. Amazing game here. And Hopefully we can keep it up next week into Dallas Sunday night. Can't wait for that. We'll be at you with a preview probably either Thursday or Friday, maybe Thursday night going into Friday, so it's ready for you Friday morning. But I think that's all really good stuff. Great play by the Saints. Awesome win here. Good bounce back by this team. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?